Hello and welcome to episode one of season two of Stay at Homer, the podcast where two British men on coronavirus lockdown in the UK re-watch every episode of The Simpsons from the start. My name's Andrew Lowe. My name's Tim Tucker. And today we're starting with um, season three of The Simpsons, not season three of yeah. uh, Stay at Homer, the podcast, just to clarify that. It's a bit confusing. Yeah. Um, yeah. With uh, <laughs> episode 16, which is called Bart the Lover. But before we get into that, yeah. it's been a while since we did this because, um, frankly, we've just, yeah. you know, haven't been asked really. Um it's been a horrible year, isn't it? And yeah. we, we sort of finished in the summer and then had a, a long break, did episode 50 yeah. as a, a one-off kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and now we're back into lockdown too in Britain. Yeah, we are. I think yeah. a lot of places are, aren't they? Yeah. And um, I mean, all, mostly all, all around the world, everyone's more or less in lockdown, yeah. aren't they? In one way or the other. It's all, yeah. it's all kind of resurging. But I think, I think this is worse, Tim. I've got to say, I think this is worse. The lockdown in the UK, Explain. the lockdown in the UK is a little bit lighter than before. In turn, the turn, and yeah. you know, there's testing is available, and everyone knows you can go out with masks on now, and it's all a bit. Well, if you get it, apparently they they can treat you better than last time, and all this stuff. But it's all a bit woolly. Yeah, which is what makes yeah. it hard for me. I think I think I prefer it if someone goes right, don't move for four months. <laughs> you know, that's it. <laughs> it's, it's pretty clear. Yeah, it's, it's a bit now it's more like, equivocal oh, now. Isn't if it? you need to yeah. work at home, but ideally, but yeah. uh, you know, it's a bit, it's a bit woolly, really. <laughs> and they tried. They you don't like that. They tried woolly before, didn't mm. they? And it didn't work. They tried. They tried uh, appealing to the virus's better nature by saying, <laughs> "Look, can you just not infect people after ten p.m. in the pubs?" And the virus went, no. "Yeah." <laughs> I, don't, I don't sleep it's not as reasonable yeah. as we thought it would be yeah. Yeah. so it does worry me it worries me that it's kind of you know as much as I don't like to be told to you know not leave my house at least um, mm. at least that's clear isn't it you know yeah that's true there's, there's yeah. definitely nobody um, very 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 few people are in proximity in that situation and it really brought the numbers down but now it's just yeah. sort of yeah you know, do what you feel like. How's it going for you? I'm not so bad actually. I'm not. I'm. Uh, I'm in a bit of a, a le- out of a trough because I think mainly because I sort of know the drill now. We know what lockdown means, and as you say, <laughs> slightly lighter than the last one. So, yeah. kind of, I suppose I've got got into a bit of a habit of now wearing masks and stuff mm-hmm. and all that. I think I think the bleakness lies in not knowing how long it's going to take. Right to um, yeah. I don't even believe believe in normal anymore. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what normal is anymore. So yeah, that that's the. I try not to think about that too much. Yeah, it's just trying to find a way to be a bit creative about it. And they say you've got to wear wear a mask when you go into a shop or into a mm. you know a public place. Um, yeah, maybe sort of wear those like rubber masks of old presidents that they wear in Point Point Break or <laughs> or. Um... <laughs> yeah. It might be that that doesn't alarm anyone anymore yeah. that you go in with that on. They just go right. Or, yeah, what do you want? Some or, cigarettes or booze? What are you up for? Yeah, or yeah. a Groucho Marx mask with the sort of nose and the glasses. Um, sort of <laughs> like Woody Allen. <laughs> the way, yeah, and I guess sorry, you misunderstood what this rule about wearing masks. But I think um, yeah, it's it's the open endedness, isn't it? As you say, yeah. it's the fact that we don't know. And in the UK, they're saying, look, just 
behave yourself until December the second, and then we can all go over Christmas. That's not going to happen. Don't worry about it. Yeah. That that's got that's got a real feeling of it'll all be over by Christmas, Second World War. That's just not going to happen. Nineteen thirty-nine. There's no way they're going to go right stampede into Oxford Street now. You know, Christmas shopping and hoy. You know, that's just not going to happen. It, it, I'm sure that we're going to be in lockdown until after Christmas. But, yeah. Um, but they just put an arbitrary date on it. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But but the good news is, before bleakness gets too, we, we've got the Simpsons to watch again. Yeah. <laughs> in lockdown, haven't we? Um, well, well, because this is this is a return and it's the beginning of season two. I think we should take a little time to sort of you know talk about what's what's happened in the world because a few things. Well, have happened there's a lot world, happened. You know? Yeah. Go on. To, tell, tell us. Remind I me. I mean, today <laughs> it does seem that in a sense that um, the people who were writing you know the simulation of the world yeah um mm. i've had a meeting doesn't it they had a meeting in the last couple of weeks and they went yeah. this is too much this is fucking awful we've got yeah. to give them something and so they yeah. went yeah okay what about a, what about a vaccine and they went yeah okay it's time for That's a vaccine that. so they've dropped yeah. that in so now there's a vaccine coming and um so everyone mm. obviously the main thing now is to Hope of all of that has quickly turned into people fighting about who's going to get it first. Yeah, um, and hopefully that won't turn into an ugly war, class war. I actually overheard. This is quite a middle class anecdote, but I actually overheard a man in Marks and Spencer <laughs> yesterday um, saying, uh, "I honestly, I heard this. He said something like, how come the old people get it first? Anyway, we fucking dead soon.'" Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's actually not funny, but uh, but yeah, that's... yeah. He's sort of, he's sort of saying you know the younger people should get. It. They've got more of their fucking lives ahead of them, haven't they? You know, that's that sort of thing. Oh my um, god! Never mind these. Never mind these eighty-five-year-old people. Mm. They're ba- they're basically dead anyway. Let's like let's start with the youngsters. It could get really ugly, um, couldn't it? With them, but yeah. but as part from the you know the moral the moral problems with that, he's completely failed to understand <laughs> the, the logic. <laughs> Behind um, vaccinating the elderly and vulnerable first, doesn't it? Because yeah. that's the people the virus is attacking worse. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. A but, but yeah, so there's a vaccine, and also um, something else has happened in the world, isn't it? Yeah, um, something major. Mr. Trump, Mr. Trump's gone. They, is, whoever was doing the simulation thought yeah. it's just not credible anymore having that guy as president. I don't think it's believable. I'm gonna, I'm gonna you know, yeah. change that. <laughs> um, which, yeah, which is good news. He is. Mm. He's. He's very sort of. He's a bit like, um, but at the moment, as we record this on um, November the thirteenth, he's he's a bit like sort of some like an old person at the end of a, a row of terrace houses, and they've knocked all the houses down, and he's the one person who's going. I'm not fucking leaving. I'm staying. Yeah. Um, they're not leaving. My, my, I've lived in this house for generations. Yeah, he's that bad. And they've got to, you know, eventually this is going to have to be a, some some men are going to have to appear in white coats with big nets. Come on. And um, yeah. inject him with sedative and sort of escort him out of there. I hope they film that because yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's not the kind of type. He's not the type of person who would concede anything really. Is he? I think he'll just end up ultimately having to step aside. Mm. But he will be bleating about the stolen election until his dying breath. He's been cheated. Yeah, he feels like he's been cheated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's a big baby, isn't he? I think he just yeah. he just needs yeah. to go. Um. I worry slightly about yeah. any lasting damage he might inflict just before he leaves, because he's still got the power of presidential yeah. 
power, isn't he? He's still got presidential power before he leaves, so you know he might start a war just to yeah kick it, you know, kick off. Well, my, I predict that he will, um, sort of a few days before Joe Biden's inauguration, he will make Mike Pence. He will resign and make Mike Pence the president. All right, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Bear with me on this, okay? Because you can't pardon yourself uh, as a president, right? So he will do a deal with Mike Pence and say, "Right, you pardon me for all this tax bullshit. I'm not, I'm not having that right. when, I, when I'm, I'm not the president." Okay. And Biden, and Biden, and um, Mike Pence will pardon him, That's... and then when Biden becomes a president, he's untouchable. Yeah, nice. That would be the that would be a great final act of a. I hate the way people call him a maverick because maverick implies some sort of, um, you know power some positive sort of uh, iconoclastic nature mm. when you know he's just as you say just a man baby wasn't he all the way through just this thin skinned yeah. moron to be able yeah. to be frank <laughs> but, but 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 i think that would be typical of his presidency the final i do i do love the um the tweets that he's been sending out on twitter has been forced to say this may not be true <laughs> on most of the tweets he's been tweeting. <laughs> yeah there's a fantastic list of them isn't there where yeah. Every time he tweets something, there's a little there's a little thing underneath. One tweet you sent was postal voting is prone to fraud, and then there's a Twitter thing underneath saying there's no evidence of this. Uh, please click here for, for clarification. And you don't expect it's that like... from a president, do you? You expect that from sort of you know I don't know some low life really. You don't expect the president of the United States to have to be policed in that way. Yeah, yeah. And it's... the Yorkshire Ripper's dead as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Think, is, now it's getting a bit on the nose, isn't it? <laughs> now it's getting like they're going to have to have another writers' meeting. They're going to say, "Look, we're going to have to have something bad happen." The Yorkshire no, Ripper, for our American listeners, is um, was was a serial killer in the eighties, I think. Yeah, uh, he's, he's he's been in prison for a very long time, but uh, yeah, he's finally dead. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's so. What next? <laughs> exactly, exactly. What next? It's going to be I don't know. Nigel Farage gets. Stuck in a well or something. Yeah. And then... <laughs> love that. I'd love to have the, the media having conversations with him down the bottom of his well. That would be brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, Mike Nigel Farage bet £10,000 that Donald Trump would win the election, didn't he? Just that's another fantastic. little... Yeah. A little nice. layer of icing on top of this cake <laughs> over the last few weeks. Great. So, so we, well, in, maybe in this season of home uh, stay at home we might have better news throughout through each episode which would be great wouldn't it um yeah let's, hope so. let's, let's keep going know, better. i, I dwell in possibility tim which is a mm-hmm. beautiful line from is it emily dickinson i think poet okay sounds, sounds like um, her yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm familiar with her work <laughs> right yeah. shall we go on to the simpsons the simpsons yeah so um yeah well, yeah. If you're joining us for season two, and this is your first season, it may seem strange, but um, we're at we're at season three, episode sixteen, Bart the Lover. Um, Maybe we should just give a quick recap letter for people who are jo- joining us. I mean, first up, if you this is your first time you've listened to it, yeah, um, just go back to episode one. What are you doing? Yeah, are you are you mental? There's a few. Start start with episode one. Yeah. Why would you start with episode fifty-one? That is a bit weird, but also there are a few dodgy episodes, aren't there, Andy? In the early days when we were, we were struggling with our own mental health. <laughs> well, there were a few episodes in the early, the early days of lockdown, which sort of towards the end of March, early April, and I've listened to a couple of them back recently, and like you know, we just sound fucking desolate. <laughs> we sound like <laughs> it's not a comedy you know, we, podcast at that point. It's no. not. No, it's um, awful. We just sound like we are sort of on the edge of breakdown, really. 
Yes, but, so, but so you may want to skip there, those. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a bit like Samuel Pepys, the way he documented the yes. tumultuous years of the you know the great the, the fire of London, and it's kind of yeah. what we're doing here, really. We're we're documenting exactly. this, this time in history via the medium of sort of going on about the Simpsons, <laughs> which I think so, in his day, if if Pepys would be around today, this is what he'd be doing. Exactly this, yeah, exactly this. He'd be podcasting on The Simpsons. So that's our yeah. way of sort of dealing with it, isn't it, really? We're watching every yeah. episode of The Simpsons. It coincided, oddly, uh, some might sort of see conspiracy theories, with the, the moment of lockdown coincided with Disney yeah. Plus here, having all the episodes of The Simpsons. So it felt like a, the planets had aligned for us to do this. Yes. I've also um, been recently dealing with it by um, watching videos of female pole vaulters on YouTube. <laughs> That's another way I've been dealing with it. <laughs> and that's not a euphemism, that's, that's actually what you've been no, watching. Yeah. That is actually what I've been doing, yeah. I find myself doing that the other day and just going, I've been watching videos of female pole vaulters for about 20 minutes now. It's time I, to get on with my life. Better stop, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you done anything unusual you've been doing to deal with it that's made you catch yourself? Um, do you know, no, I've been really busy with work. My work okay. has picked up and so... I've, yeah, it's been it's been a strange one. I've actually been a bit stressed about work, and it's taken my mind off. Maybe that's why I'm coping with um, lockdown better. Yeah, um, I mean, I've been busy at work. Don't get me wrong, but I've been I've been working, but I've also been sort of losing my mind as well. Yeah, watching so, yeah. so yeah, so that's who, who we are. I mean, let's not go into that. No. Just two British men will do, innit? We're ex journalists. Yeah, we're, we're authors, writers. Mm. Um, big fans of the Simpsons. Simpsons nerds, some might say, I unkindly. Think many words. Yeah. Um, but fuck them, you know. Yeah, fuck those guys. So we're um, <laughs> fuck those hypothetical people insulting us. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So we've we've got yeah. to. I mean, Andy and I. I don't know where you are at now. I, I got to season ten before I stopped watching The Simpsons. So I'm looking forward to going beyond that with this um, eventually. Um, but we're rewatching them. So this is a joyful to rewatch them. Yeah, we're, we're big big fans. And we're on season three, episode sixteen. It's a great season so far. Yeah. Apart from the stumble with Michael Jackson episode, go back and listen to that if you're interested. Yeah. Um, but we're on the um, we're on Bart the Lover, written by John Vitti, by now one of the I think one of the great writers of The Simpsons, and it opens with I think my favourite educational video at Springfield Elementary School. Yes. Now before before we start, I'll stop you there, Tim. Sorry. Is uh, this is this is a, yeah. a tribute to um, Marsha Wallace, I would say, who voices Mrs. Crabapple. Ah. Because this is a Mrs. Crabapple episode, and the writers wanted to do a Mrs. Crabapple episode. Uh, and Marsha Wallace sadly died a few years ago, and she, but she is, um, you know, exceptional as Miss Miss Crabapple, oh, and brilliant, yeah. particularly in this episode, I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, mm. um, yeah, and it opens with, with I think my favourite educational video from Springfield yeah. Elementary School. Wouldn't you agree? The world without zinc. Um, yeah, Fuzzy Bunny's Guide to You Know What isn't too far behind for me. That's true. Yeah. There's also a great one which we haven't got to yet, but I don't even know where it is. Where where um, somebody takes Jimmy to an abattoir to, to teach him about me. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Um, that's a fantastic one. Yeah, to explaining. Yeah, feeling hungry, Jimmy. That's Lisa the vegetarian, isn't it? <laughs> explaining where where meat comes from, but it's not it's not quite as benign as they uh, <laughs> they depict no, in that. But, that um, but this one is a world without zinc, and I, I love the guy with the pipe who's like, um, "Think yeah. again, Jimmy." You know that that guy. Um, so where did these come from, Tim? Are these were these in the forties and fifties? They must or be. Yeah. I mean, we had our British equivalents, didn't we? We had really terrible videos that we used to watch about 
nuclear war, I seem to remember, in my school days. Yeah. Um, they used to wheel, wheel the telly out. Yeah. The telly wheels. Right, yeah. And then we always just sit around the telly on wheels. <laughs> exactly. So this must be what they've, I, you know, I'm, I'm judging. The Simpsons are always good at, at capturing the, the flavour of these things. I imagine this is what they were like in America. This guy with a pipe wandering around going, you know, you can't start your car, mate. Yeah, there's no zinc. You're in a world without zinc. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's all about zinc, yeah. isn't it? It's about the idea that there's no everything is we do is revolves around yeah. zinc, and and then the guy kind of realizes that he can't bear living in a world without zinc, and tries to kill himself, shoot himself in the head. Yeah, that's the great moment. Yeah, but yeah. there's um no <laughs> think again. Yeah, but he can't because <laughs> zinc would be in the firing pin of the gun. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit um it's, it's a potential trigger that isn't it for, yeah. for depressed kids and suicide. Well. <laughs> Essentially, you should say that to him. It's almost like we planned this because um, I've done some research yeah. on that. And, um, have you? Have you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt Groening had to defend it. He had to defend it at the time because there was a lot of fuss from, um, you know, that, as you just said, this, could this be a bad influence on, on, on children? Uh, interesting, obviously, yeah. at the time in, I think, 1992, um, compared to now, obviously, our awareness and our sensitivity mm. to mental health issues is much stronger but back then yeah, back it then. was more about um it's interesting that Matt Groening's defense of it says yeah um we we wanted to uh send up the he says those cornball education films we were forced to watch when we were growing up um and he says um if anything uh, it possibly cheers up suicidal teens by giving them something to laugh at says Matt <laughs> which <laughs> Which I'd have to question the, the, the logic of that a little bit. <laughs> but, yes, the logic's not very sound. You can sound, see the but... difference in sensitivities and mental health back then compared to now. <laughs> I think uh, I like it. I think it's a fun gag. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm sensitive to trigger warnings and things, but but clearly, yeah. it's it's a gag against the fact that you know I don't think a world without zinc would quite drive us to suicide. No, <laughs> but um, it, it works for me. I, um, Apologies if I'm being insensitive, but it's um, not. It's the it's the subject of the joke, Tim, isn't it? On a sort of semi-serious point, it's a sub. It's the subject of the joke that um, is the key thing here. And what people get mm. upset about and knee-jerk against is um, the idea that you can't joke about things. You can't joke about that subject, um, right, right? Which is which just can't be true, is it? It isn't no. true. It's like saying you can't write about some subjects. So you can't make a you know do a painting about it. It's all art. Yeah, so, yeah, and I, I find that very difficult to. It's it's more about where the joke's coming from, isn't it? Is it coming from a good place, or is what's the boss of the joke? What's the point of the joke? And That's a good point. Here, yeah, the joke. Mm. And here, I think, as you say, the joke is the idea that somebody would feel so feel so strongly about a lack of zinc that they would <laughs> try to take their own life, which <laughs> is absurd, isn't it? That's for the joke. The joke is not. Ah, oh, look at those idiots who kill themselves. That's not what they're doing. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's why I take the point that it that it could sort of, um, you know, someone's feeling particularly. We now live in a world where um, a couple of weeks ago, you know, there was a thing doing the rounds on TikTok where there's a guy who, you know, appallingly killed himself on on live, you know, and yeah. distributed the video to that's shoot himself. Cool. And so, and and you just said, Jesus, what a different. Yeah. What a different world we live in. All those channels that um, people now have the ability to kind of just pick stuff like that up instantly. Back then, it was just on. You know, the idea of that would be absurd. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that context does make it uh, slightly different. But um, I'm glad they didn't, haven't cut that out. 
because I, I think you're exactly what you say in yeah. this context. It's not. It's not. Um, that's not the butt of the joke, is it? Yeah. Shall we? Shall we move on from suicide? And... Yeah, and the world without zinc. Because um, after a bit of clowning from Bart, um, yeah, the class is free to go, and we're left with Mrs. Crabapple, who's we we soon realise is is lonely. She has no man, yeah. um, and she needs a man in her life quite desperately. Mm. Picks up a magazine on the way back. I've got to mention the magazine because yeah, there's a very quick gag where she she opens it and there's an interview with J.D. Salinger. Who, yeah, who, that's uh, a really good meta gag, isn't it? Yeah, because famously he's a recluse, isn't he? He never did any interviews, so yeah. even that can't brighten up her day. <laughs> mm. um, I also like the cover, but, which is Crusty choosing Springfield's best chili. Yeah, <laughs> which um, I like the idea that they've got an interview with J.D. Salinger, you know, one of the most celebrated novelists of his time, but Crusty eating chili is on the cover. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it's right above an ad for Duff Dry. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> It's really out of context. Yeah. Cut, um, so we, we're getting this idea. She calls up the uh, a lonely hearts line, doesn't she? She's she's basically trying to trying to get a man. She's quite desperate. Mm. Cut to the school though. Yo-yos. Yo-yos, Yo-yos are the yeah. big thing. Yeah. <laughs> I love this subplot. It's um, it's it's brilliant because obviously um, Principal Skinner has got to introduce these yo-yos, and there's very I, I, you've talked about it before. The sort of desultory applause. Yeah, uh, you know, the old but, hand clap, but again, this is fantastic structurally. <clears throat> you know, when you when you rewatch it, you see how they're what they're doing is they're finding a way for Bart to learn something about Miss Crabapple later on. Yes, and the yo-yo yes. is the seed for that, isn't it? Which is very very cleverly done. We'll find that out in a minute. But apparently, there was a there was a phase of toy companies sending around, um, you know, people to schools to advertise toy products. By making them look really cool and yeah. employing people to to, to um, demonstrate them, and this is what they do here, isn't it? With the the twirl king yo yo champions. Yeah, yeah. It looks at first like a guy in a sweater, sort of, or yeah, gets up on stage and starts yo yoing. You think this is going to be dull, and then then he introduces the twirl king champions and Mister Amazing and um, mm. Sparkle. <laughs> They've yeah. got great names. Uh, the Cobra, Zero Gravity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, yeah, and the kids are the kids are immediate. It's it's like the MCU or something, isn't it? They've all got these yeah. characters, and they're all doing tricks. Uh, it's brilliantly done. Quite infeasible tricks, actually. Yeah, not not very um, not not very plausible. But they've got the the Age of Aquarius playing. The kids are sort of think they're superstars, but then brilliantly, we see them just getting bundled into a van at the end, don't we? Going to the next school. It's not a very Glamorous life. I love um, Lisa asked um, Sparkle to sign a picture. She said, This isn't you. Said, yeah, that's the old Sparkle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the key thing is, it kicks off a yo yo craze, and Bart obviously is a bit of a sort of forerunner, front runner in that. He's amazing, isn't he? I mean, th- this is a bit of a tragedy because Bart is a loser, isn't he, really? Uh, by his own sort of, you know, he, he basically doesn't want to achieve anything, but he's yeah. really good at yo yoing. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, his, I love his tricks—the one where he sends it up the climbing frame and then pulls a little, little again t- infeasible, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pulls his finger and it, uh, yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, it gets defying the laws of physics. <laughs> yes, it definitely does. Um, I remember when I had a yo-yo, I saw a yo-yo a few times, and then it, the string would get a bit caught up. Yeah, and it would. I get oh, for fuck's sake, and you have to rewind it all up again, or it would spin round. But, spin, <laughs> it spins round, then you got yeah. to untangle it. Yeah. But he's he's brilliant, and and Bar, um, Homer's like, have you checked check this out, Marge? You know, look look at the boy. But Marge is cynical. She says, "Name me one person who's got rich from yo-yos," and 
think it runs through a few people, but they're just mainly um, sort of people, high-profile people who Homer would, would have heard of. Including Donald Trump. Yeah. yeah and <laughs> Bill Cosby and people like that. Um, and then just realises that no, there is they, didn't, they, you know, they didn't make their money through yo-yos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's funny hearing Donald Trump come up, but um, yeah, yeah, that's that's the start of the yo-yo craze at school. We cut to Mrs. Crabapple lesson, and every, every sort of fact she tries to put across. Somebody asked, "Did did they have yo-yos?" <laughs> yeah, they want it all to be related to yo-yos. Don't they? Yeah, did the Indians have yo-yos? Says Millhouse. Yeah, um, she she's sick and tired of it, and. Bart tries a trick that that fails, kills the fish, um, so she yeah. she confiscates his yo-yo. Uh, as you say, brilliant plot device. I, I mean, I love the way the writers get to this point. because yeah. um, it could have been, you know, it could have been so much more straightforward to get to this point. But that, but the whole yo-yo subplot works. Yeah, there's a good bit here where he says this trick's called plucking the pickle, um, and it was originally called spanking the monkey. Apparently, really. <laughs> yeah. Which obviously is, you know, slang for masturbation, but they couldn't, they couldn't have that in. Yeah, they couldn't use yeah. that. Uh, just a, a little uh, pause for thought for Stinky and Wrinkles, the two yeah. fish that um, uh, groundskeeper Willie says they're going to a better place, and then yeah. <laughs> this toilet flushes. Lest we forget, yeah. So he's he's in detention, and there's a, there's a moment where Mrs. Crabapple is called off for um, a sort of happy hour or something, um, so he goes back into the drawer to get his yo-yo back and discovers. Mrs. Crabapple's secret that she is she's on a um, dating service, and he immediately resolves, doesn't he, to to write to her. I think uh, you know it's quite a yeah. it's quite on it, Bart. Here he thinks that'll be a, a great. Yeah, it's ruse. a terribly cruel thing to do, isn't it? Really? <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I think it's right at the end he realizes that, but um, yeah, but yeah, at this point it's all luck. Well, we'll come to the ending because the ending is a bit about the show that. Because I think this is an incredible episode, Me too, and then yeah. it's sort of slightly. I heard there's a bomb note at the end, but we'll get to that in a minute. Well, it does cut to Mrs. Crabapple with with Jasper <laughs> of all people. Um, yeah, again, it's my thing with Jasper. I think he's in every episode. Yeah, I haven't been what, keeping count of that. Somebody let us know no, if, if there must somebody be. Somebody please let us know. Yeah, is Jasper in every episode? Because I, I, I'm fairly confident that he is. I love I love the image that um, she's got of him because he sent a picture which is nothing like. <laughs> Yeah, it's like some dashing sort of dandy pinstripe suit. <laughs> from when, though? From yeah. 30s or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, so, it's so far um, beyond the reality of Jasper, this sort of little old fellow with a big beard. And, um, He's very confident, though, isn't he? It might be him when he was younger, because he says, you got yourself a humdinger. Yeah. Um, but he's really not up to it, and she looks very depressed about that. But he tries to justify it by saying, just because there's a little snow on top. Uh, I forget how the rest of that goes. <laughs> Some sort of line about like a like a sort of it ain't the years, it's the mileage type line or something. But he's yeah, the, something like that. Yeah. The rest of it. So that her, her dating isn't going anywhere. Basically, that's the main thing, isn't it? And so Bart, yeah, that's what we get. Bart so, writes her a message um, saying that um, under the alias of a man called Woodrow, because he sees the president Woodrow Wilson on the on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she gets the letter. She loves that, doesn't she? Hmm. Um, and eventually, Bart's been waiting, holding out. Uh, he gets a letter back. Hmm. Um, so it all kicks off. Now, there's a tiny little sub-sub plot here where, where Santa's helper is outside in the cold. Yes. Um, Great one. And Homer doesn't want to buy a doghouse, a kennel. And he sh- instead, he shows Marge his blueprint that he's going to make it himself. Now, this is all really importantly woven into the... Yeah, it's just- 
as we'll see. Beautifully done, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like a sub-subplot in a way, but um, yeah, it's fantastic. Well, it calls back really, really nicely to the, the swearing thing, which we'll come to in a minute. Yeah. Yeah, Homer's oblivious to the dog, so yeah, he, he builds... Um, I love his, his sketch for the for the doghouse. It's like, this is the dawn, uh, yeah. happy little fella's the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Just mansplaining it to Marge. Also, that, that's the sort of world he lives in, isn't it, in his head? It's, it's sort of a strange, happy little world. Um, oh, yeah, so he starts building this doghouse. Yeah, exactly right. And, um, yeah, obviously, it's frustrating for Homer. So he ends up um, swearing a fair bit, and we, we spot that Todd... Todd's uh, sort of in earshot, isn't he? Todd, next door neighbour, son of Ned, um, one of Ned's sons. Yeah, he he yeah. drops a clangor when in the Ned Flanders family dinner, mm. he says he doesn't want any damn vegetables. I like Ned's story here when he says uh, he undercharged some guy at the sh- at the store and took him the rest of the afternoon to track him down to give him the rest of his change back. <laughs> this is brilliantly virtuous. But yeah, yeah then Todd says... Um, I don't want any damn vegetables and stuff. So, so this kicks off Ned investigating why he's getting why Todd is, Todd is using this language. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this ultimately goes to the point where he realizes it's Homer, and he yeah. confronts Homer, doesn't he? He hears Homer swearing while he's building the doghouse, which is important. So that's how that all weaves in. Yeah, um, and he says he confronts Homer. I absolutely love the line where Homer says. If it's about your camcorder, I lost it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this is a lovely running joke, yeah. isn't it? Where <laughs> it just basically borrows Ned's things but just keeps them. Yeah. <laughs> and Ned is too nice to us for the back. I love it, yeah. Well, there's a, it's, and it's great weaving uh, Ned Flanders in because he, he calls up um, Reverend Lovejoy, doesn't he? And he's like, oh, yeah. is it about that stupid quarter? <laughs> he's, he's been phoning him about that, you know, he's... Uh, even even the local priest is is just weary of of Ned yeah, Flanders' yeah, sort of yeah. um, do-goodism, isn't he? And so they agree to have a swear jar, don't they? That's important. Yeah. That's Marge and Homer agree to have a swear yeah. jar. And Homer, where every time Homer swears, he puts some money in the jar. Mm. And then um, he says, "What if I see something weird in the sky?" <laughs> um, he, he starts asking some caveats. <laughs> right, and then he says, "What about when we snuggle?" And Marge goes, "That's okay." <laughs> so yeah. so ultimately, she's saying. While we're having sex, you can use foul language. Sexual swear words. <laughs> yeah. Sexual swear words during sex is fine. Yeah. But <laughs> otherwise, you have to put money in the swear That's jar. it. I love the conversation with Ned, by the way, because Ned, um, one of his lovely little quirks of writing his character is that he calls his, his um, moustache uh, some great things, a soup strainer, cookie duster. Yeah. Love that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. The old cookie duster. I mean, they've really got the voice of Ned by now, haven't they? He's, he's perfectly pitched. Yeah. I think. And he, but it's sort of like he says, Can you stop swearing, Homer? And Homer goes, Well, what about if I'll stop swearing if you shave off your moustache? Yeah. Like there's, some, like there's something to sort of trade there. Like, <laughs> yeah, like he's, it's not, he's not at fault. I think he's just irritated by Ned Flanders' moustache. <laughs> he's just, yeah, yeah. Typically, Ned, Ned doesn't doesn't think that way he just he doesn't think well why have i got to, why have i got to compromise he immediately is virtuous and goes yeah okay that's fine i'll share yeah. my mistake yeah, that's great that's a lovely yeah. yeah a lovely subplot by the way in the list if you've paused it the list of things that they're trying to tick off uh, what might have influenced todd uh, grandma comes above television so yeah. i don't know if we ever meet um can't remember ever meeting grandma at flanders yeah. but apparently she must be really sweary yeah um meanwhile i know i know you're gonna 
you're going to have to talk about this bit because because meanwhile Bart's received a picture of Mrs. Crabapple in her underwear, well, in a sort of negligee, which which uh, as she says in her letter will get your pencil moving. But um, yeah. uh, he he decides he's going to write back with a little bit more saucy, and he asks Marge if if she ever got any love letters from Homer. Yeah. Um, oh, this I'm, is wonderful, isn't it? It's wonderful. Yeah, I, just just tell us yeah. about that letter. Yeah, there's so much. There's so much I love about this because it's um, Bart says to, to Marge, "Did Dad ever send you any love love notes or love letters?" And Marge says, "Yeah, he did. Yeah." And the fact that she sees this as one as a love note is funny. Um, yeah. This is a great setup. And then he reads yeah. it. And it's a postcard from like a Doff brewery with like an oversized. He's visited the world's biggest beer tap or something. <laughs> he's written on the back in this kind of spidery, um, inebriated yeah. script. Um, he says, maybe it's the beer talking, but you've got a butt that won't quit. And then That's he goes, a great start. Then he says, there yeah. are these big chewy pretzels here. Five dollars. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. And she sees that as a bit of a, oh, you know, a bit of a love note from Homer. <laughs> so that's, that's, she's clutching that one because that's that's the best she's going to get from it. Isn't yeah, but but obviously Bart Bart does pick up the phrase "you have a butt that won't quit." As we uh, find out, yeah. We'll find just out just a little time. moment on that. We've talked about the sweetness at the heart of the Simpsons, and even though that is that is brilliantly funny, it is also quite sweet that that he's off getting drunk and he's yeah. thinking about Marge. So, so there is something sweet about it. It's brilliantly pitched that, I think. Yeah, Bart uses that as inspiration, posts a picture of himself uh, as uh, some ice skater um, that he's a uh, ho- hockey player, I think. That he's, he's yeah, Ga- they use Gordie Howe. There's a guy called Gordie Howe. Oh, yeah. And yeah. He's, he's a real person. He's an NHL star. And um, yeah. they, one, I think one of the writers was a fan and asked, and they said, oh, how about we use an NHL star? And he said, yeah, no, no problem. So they used him as the, the sort of likeness. I suppose in the UK it's kind of the equivalent of them yeah. um, using I don't know, an old footballer like George Best or something. Yeah, yeah. It's a, he, you know, you think he'd get caught out, wouldn't you, with a, a president's name and a picture of a sports star, but he, he somehow <laughs> yeah. gets away with it. Um, I don't think it's quite in Mrs. Krabappel's world, is it? The, no. She, I mean, she's she's probably pitching lower than that because she says to um, the other teacher, what's the other teacher's name? Miss um, Hoover. That's it, Miss Hoover, yeah. She says, yeah, as long as he's got all the right things in the right places I'm, re- I'm reeling I'm him reeling in I'm reeling him in yeah and Bart sees a, a show on colorization oh, theatre yes, what's that what is it's, that I don't know it's just, it's just like a, some sort of a romantic schmaltzy it's... comedy oh, uh, sorry film I got the feeling that they've coloured in old black and white movies because they're purple yeah. aren't they the people in it I've never heard <laughs> of colorization theatre I suppose the joke is yeah. I think probably at the time in the early 90s the idea of colorization was probably maybe coming in it was a big technological breakthrough where, um, yeah. you know, never mind these old black and white things, we can make them colour, which completely missing completely missing the point. Yeah, You know, as yeah. you know, we're both fans of Laurel and Hardy, and when you watch Laurel and Hardy mm. in black and white, it's part of the charm, really. The idea that oh, you would just colour yeah. it in. You, doesn't, you don't go, well, I used to love these Laurel and Hardy, and, and now I love them even more. They're, they're, they're in this sort of badly represented... They're in colour, yeah. Thank goodness someone decided to do that. So I think there was a bit of a... It was a bit of a fad at the time, wasn't Mm. it? But he gets a good line from it. The the guy says, every second until we meet stabs me like a thousand needles or something. So he just nicks that line to send to Mrs. Crabapple. Slow down, Frenchie, he says. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff's gold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He ends up um, having a little heart-to-heart with uh, Edna 
as we now know it in the Krabappel, doesn't he? Where she's sort of saying, uh, you know, he's asking her about her love life a bit and she's sort of sharing with him. Yeah. Uh, and there's a brilliant insight into the school where he says, what about Skinner? He says, no, let's, let's just say <laughs> mummy won't let him out to play. <laughs> but, yeah. but the best one is Groundskeeper Willie where, where she says, I don't even want to tell you what that guy's into. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can imagine, yeah. But... And there's a coach who she goes glug 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 like she's he's got a drinking problem. Yeah. So there's no there's no sort of eligible men bachelors or in the school. That's the point. And she's just been forced to go outside. But I mean, again, another thing about this, I suppose, is that at the time in the early nineties, the idea of um, uh, some sort of postal type lonely hearts service date it would just be it was quite novel, wasn't it? Really, it's quite a new thing. Yeah. Uh, and now it's basically how people meet each other, isn't it? It's pretty much the the mainstream like, that you just absolutely like, online dating is uh, is is dating. Yeah, really, that's how you that's meet right. people, particularly in the last year. But yeah, but yeah, now, yeah. Now, I think it's kind of seen as a bit of a sort of a bit of a a loser's thing to do, like a cop out. You can't you can't go to a bar and, and meet somebody. What's wrong with you? You have to resort to this yeah, that's kind of right. Thing. But now it's um, you know it's perfectly mainstream, isn't it? Um, in, in the subplot, by the way, there's a lovely moment here where Homer breaks his thumb. Oh, yeah. he's, he's resolved. Yeah. You know, he's, we've been seeing the swear jar fill up, um, so there's quite a lot of money in there. But he's really determined now not to swear. So <laughs> he the, says, the best he says, when he steps on the nail, he says, fiddle dee dee, that will require a tetanus shot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's gone right through his foot. I mean, there's it's, it's admirable restraint, but he says, yeah, yeah I'm not going to yeah. swear, <laughs> but I am going to smash yeah. this thing up. That's right. And then we then we see a nice little wrap-up of that where Marge and Lisa buy him a doghouse with the money that he's put into the swear jar. It's a proper doghouse kennel. And um, so it sort of wraps that up quite nicely. Yeah. And um, yeah. I'm not really sure it's connected to the main plot. No. That's... It's a slight disconnect. Yeah, I agree, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's sort of entertaining. It keeps Homer in the picture, doesn't it, really? That's the main yeah, point I of it. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it is, it is a, it's not one of those thematically great ones. But, yeah. Um, but, but it is a, it's a brilliant story. It's a good little idea. And yeah. and then they the family sort of come together at the end and Bart is trying, he admits what's happened, um, mm. which is obviously just extraordinarily awful. Yeah. Um, haven't we seen have we skipped the gilded truffle as well where she goes oh the gilded truffle yeah where she goes for a date mm. doesn't she to the, the gilded truffle and yeah Bart to emphasise Bart's evilness he um, is laughing yeah at her being stood up because obviously and, and then he goes to see a film called Ernest Needs a Kidney and he's still laughing when he comes out <laughs> <laughs> and um, don't think that was a comedy yeah and there's a great line yeah. Where he's looking in, seeing Edna upset that she's been stood up, and he says, "I can't help but feel partly responsible." Yeah, <laughs> that's the best you get from Bart, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> he's entirely responsible. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah sort of sociopathic sort of perspective. Yeah, so he he comes back and he's he's decided now, isn't he, as a sort of pen, penance that he's going to have to wrap it up with a letter there's a nice little well this is a brilliant family moment actually I think where the, the whole family get together yeah. to help him write a letter yeah I love it Bart shows the family the picture of Edna that she's sent sort of posing in you know her underwear sort of a, a night mm. nightdress thing and he 
And Homer does his thing where he goes, well, I should come to more parents' evenings. This is your teacher? Inappropriate. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Walter's <laughs> like, Homer. But, but then they sort of work out a bit of a response. And again... Before you get to that, before you get to that, because I've used this line a lot, um, he says, right, right, Bart, you've got you've to tell her. And Marsh says, no, no, that's not the right answer. And he says, well, I only said it because I thought that's what you wanted me to say. Yeah, that's great, isn't it? That's a great little He, he does no there. idea what advice to give. Uh, so, he, so his brain goes, what would Marge want me to say now? Yeah. He was really confident that that was the right thing to say, but it wasn't. Yeah, It's much more nuanced than that. And Marge, of course, realises that. Yeah. But he writes some... Um, so Lisa, obviously, emotionally intelligent, suggests writing a letter that lets Miss Crabapple down gently. Um, yeah. Mm. Again, skirting over the fact that this reprehensible thing that Bart has done here, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's just appalling um, <laughs> ruse. Yeah. Well, Homer's first stab is, dear baby, welcome to Dumpsville, population you. <laughs> yeah, which is... I don't know where he got that from, yeah. but... And, um, <laughs> it's not going to work. Again, <laughs> the, the, the sort of, one of the geniuses of the show is the way that that is great, that's hilarious, and it fits the character beautifully. Um, but yeah. it's not enough for them. They have to go one level in as well, one level deeper, because then... Well, Marge's, uh, Marge's response is, we'll all help. Yeah, <laughs> so... yeah. yeah. And, yeah. But Brilliant. Dear baby, welcome to Dompsville, population you. is not letting her down gently, <laughs> is it? That's clear. But also... <laughs> <laughs> but also, um, like, it couldn't be letting her down any harder. That's what's that's what's funny about that. But then also they go, right, how can brilliant. we make it funnier? And then they obviously go, no, no, we can't say that. That's outrageous. Um, and Homer's kind mm. of like, oh, okay. And the joke is Homer doesn't really understand why that's not acceptable. That's funny. That's but then what's even funnier is he tries to mitigate it by saying, you could just say, I am gay. Yeah. <laughs> Three simple words. I am gay. I am gay. And he's, he suggests it more could... than once because Mars says, for the last time, we're not putting that in. <laughs> <laughs> More than once, yeah. And then right at the very end, they get a lovely, uh, you know, with a love that will echo through the ages or something. And yeah. they go, oh, that's nice. But then Homer's head pops into shot going, P.S., I am gay. <laughs> he wants his contribution. <laughs> he really holds on to that one. It's a lovely little scene because it, it showcases all of the family's like yeah. personalities. Because yeah. Barnes suggests that a crocodile bit off my face, that's why I'm <laughs> dumping you. Um, which is, you know, again, very Bart. But, uh, yeah, and Homer says, and Marge goes, um, just something about, like, you know, just because just because someone's had their face bitten off by a crocodile <laughs> doesn't mean that you stop loving them. And Homer says, I might hold you to that one day, Marge, which is just jo- just joyous writing, isn't it? Yeah, fantastic. But, and a great bonding moment, actually. So we, we end, yeah. I, you know... I'm intrigued by your um, trouble with the ending because at least up to this point, I really like it because I think yeah. I think the family togetherness yeah. is a nice warm ending to that part, isn't it? Of them finding that bonding around the letter, yeah, a little bit incredible, I suppose. Well, my but, um, and then my sort of problem with it is that they they send the letter, uh, you know, he, he sort of illicitly drops it outside her door and she and it's letting her down gently and she goes, oh, it works, um, and then. Um, I don't know. It just it just slightly the, the idea that you would get a letter like that saying it says something like, you know, we can't be together or something. Well, every time I hear the wind blow, it will whisper the name Edna, um, and it just sort mm. of strikes me just why why she would expe- accept that as a kind of closure. Yeah, that's it just very seems true, a bit yeah. odd. 
That's poor, been, isn't it? Yeah, I've been really picky, but it does seem like. No, you're absolutely right about that. It, it, yeah, she's she's going to be gutted, isn't she? And, uh, yeah. and it doesn't. They just and end it, it at that point. I'm not yeah. really sure why it makes her all sort of philosophical and. Mm. Oh well, it wasn't meant yeah. to be. You know, he's basically led her on, then mm. turn up for a date. Um, yeah, and yeah. she'd be she'd be sort of furious and humiliated, and then yeah, and but she gets unhappy. this letter that has a bit of poetry in it, and she goes, oh, "Okay, I don't really get yeah, it. I don't right, really yeah. get that." No, I think it's just the episode had to end at this point, didn't it? <laughs> that's that's basically it. Did what it did? Yeah, and I, yeah. I just wonder. But again, you know, we try and if we really criticize something, we try to. Come yeah. up with a, a better. <laughs> we come up with yeah. something better, but um, I, I I don't know. I mean, there's the only way that I could think of that maybe would have would round this off is for uh, Bart to think that that's let her down gently, and she realizes that it's Bart who was doing it all along, but without him knowing that she knows yeah so she could never admit that because it's humiliating for her yeah uh, and punish him or anything so they're in that sort of stalemate and he he thinks he's done the right thing and he's learned that it's that he's done a bad thing and and tried to put it right so that's that ends nicely for him and it also Mm. gives her an emotional get out when she realizes it's just bart who's been messing around but she has to try and find a real man you know she's got to find a way to you know, she's she's sort of realised how desperate she is, and she needs to get more of a social life, or, or I don't know something. Like that's the that would be quite a nice little that twist makes a lot that more she sense, yeah. sort of sees him running off or something. Or do you know what I mean? It's not it's not really it's not perfect. Yeah, but I think, yeah. I think if so. I was in the writers' room, I'd suggest that as a way. At least it gives her mm. a way to. No, I think go, it's better. Definitely better. That's outrageous. I can't believe it was Bart doing that <laughs> all along. But I suppose that sort of helps. You know, it helps me deal with the loss of this. It's not a real loss. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think the ending could have been improved, the very ending. But yeah. um, what, a, what a great episode overall in terms of ideas, comedy value, a lot of packed in gags, aren't there? Great character stuff. Um, I think it's a great, yeah. great, great episode. What are you going to give it, Andy? Uh, I'm going to give it 9.5. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to be really fucking picky Just about short, it. Just short by that <laughs> ending then, is it? But, but yeah. Tips you it. know, it's... It's a great, great episode. Yeah, and um, yeah. it's one of those, it's another episode that I would show people to, you know, who'd never seen The Simpsons before. And mm. it's just, there's so much about it is amazing. Mm. And, um, but it just slightly just stumbles a bit. Mm. And then at the end for me, I, I'm, I'm giving it a nine. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. It's a nine. Definitely. And, uh, yeah, I definitely think your point five is justified. So I'm, yeah. but I'm going to go with nine cause that's what my score was anyway. And I won't be, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's one of the, one of the great episodes. I also think at this stage we're going to have to be really picky because there's such an incredible run now for There is. Yeah. You know, there's so many just looking down the list. There's so many potential tens. Yeah. It's all just going to be 10 10 10. Yeah. So, it's kind of one of you know, one of the reasons of doing this and that we joke about is getting us through mm. lockdown and it there's a part of that, but mm. you know, I think I think we should sort of take it as seriously as we can really and that we're sort of re reappraising this the show yeah. episode by episode and, and you know looking at context and we've looked at the context of the, you know what the dating situation was like back in the early nineties and all these kind of things. Mm. But, you know, I think we should sort of reappraise it and be be a bit be hard on it when we have to go. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. I wouldn't defend it's not quite a ten, that's for sure. But um 
a bloody brilliant episode and yeah. um, there's more good stuff to come. I've got Homer at bat next. You need to put some money in the swear jar, let's Yes, say. yeah, I've got it here. There's no need for that language. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we, did, we didn't even cover all the gags in it. There's loads of little gags. There's a bit where um, one, just one little thing that I want to mention was that Ned casually mentions that having to shave off his moustache um, led him to some modelling work. Yeah. <laughs> and he said that uh, the, the royalty checks just keep coming in. It's just that's so Ned that, you know, his his little, um, you know, his thing that he had to do actually led to a better life for him. <laughs> yeah, and it's also something that Homer sort of forced him to do and thought he was getting a bit of a concession. Yeah. And, you know, thought that he was um, winning in that particular exchange. Yeah, getting one but, over him, yeah. But he didn't. It's quite a nice way of yeah. rounding that up. So yeah, it's it's great, and, and I am so pleased we're back doing this because um, you know talking to you is bringing joy back into my life. But um, talking to you about the Simpsons, even I more forget so. that actually. I forget. Um, yeah, people say my life was miserable, Andy, but since I've been talking to you, it seems to have, but the now, sun seems to have come out from behind the cloud. And yeah, <laughs> metaphoric. <laughs> like I feel like it's worth living again. Wow, you get that a lot too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not surprised. It's, it's, yeah. it's helpful. It's, it is really helpful. I think mainly because it gives me a bit of structure. Yeah. I mean, having said that, we've just had the last two episodes with like one had about a five week break, and then we've just had a four and a half week break. It's not really structure. So, we need to get back to structure, don't we? So we'll try and get back to a weekly structure. Yeah, um, that'd be good. You know, bear with us. Mm. We'll try and get you a, get you an episode every week. Mm. Um, so yeah, subscribe. Yeah, leave a review if you like it. Turn your notifications on. Yeah. Yeah. If you go to stayathomeapod.com, all the details are there about how to get in touch and how to listen to it. It's been it's been a joy. It's been a longer episode than normal, but that's good because we're back for season two of lockdown. Mm. It's Stay not like you've got it's not like you've got anything better else to do, is it really? It's not right people, now. People complaining it's too long. Like, oh all the all the amazing leisure options I've got yeah. that you're keeping me from. <laughs> it's as close to a captive audience as you can get, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. We um we'll keep doing it. Um, we hope you'll listen to it and uh, give us some feedback. Yes, thanks for listening. Work work from home if you can. Um, yeah, we still staying alert. I think. Are we still staying alert, or are we just not going out? Oh yeah, just don't go out. Yeah, stay at home and listen to. Yeah, stay at home. A pod. Stay at home. That's why it's called stay at home. You see. Yeah. That's, works, yeah. doesn't it? Still works. It's sort of. Mm. Still works. Yeah, seven months on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> history will judge us. Yeah, but. I think um, you can see why we call it stay at home, can't you? Yeah. I think people so have probably so realised that by now. And that it's a bit like stay at home, only it's got Homer, who's the, one of the main characters in the show we're talking about. Yeah. Um, people have, we've had a few emails about that, people saying, is that what the intention behind the title? Yeah. And, um, Please explain. I've been, bit coy, yeah. I've been a bit coy about it up till now, Tim. I've got to say, yeah. you let I'm it out happy the to, to admit that, that that was intentional. Yes. <laughs> um, Great. Right. Yeah, let's go on with our lives. Um, yeah. Uh, stay safe. Listen to the next episode next week, which is a terrible episode about fucking baseball, isn't it? So we've just said this. It's an amazing run of possible tens, and then next week it's the baseball one. I thought it was quite good. I, I haven't seen it recently, so um, yeah. maybe I've, I've got a bad memory, but I thought it was quite a good one, so we'll see. I'll, I'll rewatch it, and then we'll talk yeah. about it next week. Maybe we can have an argument about it. Yeah, we, we should argue more. Maybe we can have a debate because we're always quite close in terms of our ratings. Yeah, that's true, yeah. But oh. uh, the baseball ones I really struggle with. Oh. And, um, just just culturally, maybe. But I just kind of switch off a little bit. Right. So 
And you're into are you into baseball? You're into American football? Not really, no American football. But yeah. um, but I just have quite good memories of this episode. So maybe I'm wrong. Right. Maybe I'll go back and realise I was wrong. We'll see. Yeah. But until then, stay safe, and we'll see you next time. Yeah. Keep safe. See you next time.